Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you like Mount Rushmore shows and stupid poll questions, you've chosen the wrong sports radio show. Expect more. Live from Atlanta, it's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios when you need an expert helping you navigate the home loan process. Rocket can. They'll take great care of you, my friends at Rocket Mortgage. Great to uh, have you aboard the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hopefully your week has been good. It's been productive. We head into Labor Day weekend next weekend. We head into a, a weekend with a lot of college football next weekend. It's unbelievable. We are uh, we're seeing a baseball stream along. Anthony Pierno and I, Tony Pierno on Twitter, our intrepid producer of the show. We are both ten wins away from a Stanley Cup title. I love the um, what when the Islanders win. Do they play a song, Anthony? Because you see, yeah, this is the Islanders' goal horn, and I know that. This is what they play after. Okay, not as good as Viva Las Vegas. Not as good as Viva Las Vegas. As soon as you hear the... As soon as you hear it. Good stuff, though. Anthony, we're 10 wins away from a Stanley Cup, both of us. We're we're sitting at the exact same spot this morning. How exciting. Oh, my gosh. Taking you to your flyers. Oh, well, guess what? Thank you for that. Thank you for that. That'll teach them for May 11th, 1988, not that I hold a grudge. No. Yeah, not that I'm the grudge holder or anything like that. Uh, Before I get to the calls, and I know there's a lot of people online, I want to just give you a thought. We have a degree of honesty on this show that uh, even when it's unpleasant or even when it's unpopular, I bring it to you. And during the entire pandemic, I will share a story with you 
there were people who were complaining to management of this network that I was too positive. There were, there were people going, he's totally underplaying this pandemic and he's, he's being like, like just totally Pollyanna and his point of view is it doesn't make any sense and he's being too positive and it's really a disservice. And yes, there were people making those complaints. Well, how do you like me now? As we head into September, how do you like it now? All the people... And I took an unpopular stand. I told you. I said, what, what? NBA, give it a try. NHL, give it a try. Major League Baseball, give it a try. Why are we not trying? Why wouldn't we try? And I told you all along, I believed it would work. Would work. Because I believe when the brightest minds get together, when people who are intelligent and driven and more important, fearless, When they decide to make a move, when they decide to try something, they can't be stopped. Congratulations, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA. Congratulations. College football season kicking off in earnest next week. Congratulations. I'm glad you didn't listen to them. But I want to quickly get to the Big Ten. Now the Big Ten is having emergency phone calls amongst their coaching staffs. Now the Big Ten's scrambling and saying, well, maybe we'll start the season the week of Thanksgiving. What? What? Did we find out, was there a medical breakthrough that told you myocarditis doesn't happen after Thanksgiving? What kind of bull is this? I told you then, I'll tell you now, it was never about science. Because the Big Ten scientists weren't better than the SEC or the ACC scientists. And they tried to convince you, Kevin Warren and that tried to convince you, it was about the science. Now, as they scramble to try to do something, to try to see if they could pull off Football in the fall, where they told you it was too scary to play in the fall. The science wasn't there. Until the lead cardiologist at the University of Michigan said BS.com on the whole myocarditis thing. That there was any, oh my gosh, you can't play because of that. I told you before with the Big Ten. It wasn't about the science. Kevin Warren, hired as the Big Ten commissioner, said he felt he could swing an election. Go read it. Pete Thamel, Yahoo Sports, June 15th. June 15th of this year. I was at the beach, so I missed it. Pete Thamel, Yahoo Sports, interviewing Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren believed his role was to create activism in the Big Ten. Mission accomplished, Kevin. Mission accomplished. But for your football players, you screwed them over. You screwed them over. 
Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, sponsored by GEICO. Did you know right now GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies on top of what GEICO could already save you? What are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more today. Uh, Danny in Jerusalem. Danny, are you really in Jerusalem? I sure am. You're kidding me. What time of day is it in Jerusalem? It is 2.06. That's unbelievable. I'm so glad you listened. You listening on the radio.com app? Uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to address one of your points from the opening, if that's sure. okay. Absolutely. Um, if I understood you correctly, it seemed like you were pretty critical of the athletes for, I guess, injecting politics into their games. It seemed like... Into the, into the game itself, not pregame, not postgame, the game itself. Okay, I understand. Um, I think in fairness, the leagues have intentionally been injecting politics into their own games for decades to the extent we're almost What's numb politics? to it. What um, politics? They brand, I'll explain. They, the, the, the kind that make you feel good, the fuzzy, you know, rah-rah America politics. That's not they politics. That's not politics. Sure that's is. patriotism. Sure it is. No, it is. that's patriotism. No, it is. no, no, no. Well, can you, D- Danny, can you name Danny. another type of it? Yeah. Danny, that's patriotism. Something okay, that involves you said rah rah. No, it's not. Patriotism it is. is not patriotism is not politics. They are absolutely it's two mess, different things. It's, mess, it, it's messaging that America is great, which is fine. It is great. I agree. Okay, but that's not politics. Bit, that's not political. It no, it isn't. Let that's ask, patriotism. Let me, let me ask you this: What other form of entertainment has the flag branded on the uniforms? If I go to a Broadway show. Is there a flag on the uniforms? Not usually. What other forms? When I go to the movie theater, is there a flyby by the military? No, because it's not a. Why not? It's not. A, it's not the most watched television show of the year that everybody's watching. No, it's not. But my point is, it's it's a little bit disingenuous to say the players are all of a sudden making political statements. When the games themselves, I don't have any problem. Really see, pro- Danny, Danny, you're scrambling. I got. I got to go. Good. Enjoy your day. I can't get to this. There's no problem with players making political statements, at least with me. There's no problem. But the game itself should be devoid of it. Pre-game, post-game, the rest of your week, you want to do whatever you got to do to go be an activist? If that's what you want to do, go for it. That's your time. Go for it. That's not what people are coming to the NFL, or the NBA, or the NHL for. Period. Period. George in Idaho joins us. George, what's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Uh, uh, listen to the other people that are speaking. It's like, you know, when I go to a restaurant, I don't want somebody coming up to me and uh, and as they're taking my order, show me some some uh, rash they've got because it's bothering them. <laughs> How about how about eat. somebody? How about your waitress or waiter coming to your table and deciding to lecture you on who you should vote for in the election? Exactly, and that's no, that's not I, what I, you're I, there I, for. Yeah, I've got Parkinson's, and there's times I'm, I'm sorry to, to lay my that. burden down. Yeah, so I, <laughs> but it's it's I like to lay it down, and it makes it very difficult to do that when I've got to hear somebody else's woes and, and everything. When yes. I've been keying myself and saying, "Okay, can relax and listen to this game," which really doesn't have. The hill of beans to do with life, but just lets me relax and get back in the flow of things. Uh, George, how past- long have you, George, how long have you uh, had Parkinson's? 
Uh, I've been diagnosed about ooh, 16 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you, you sound fantastic. I mean, well, thank you. And, and you and you, you know, you're, you're obviously you're 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 muddling through. You're battling through. And, hey, well, and what choice and do I, you have? I admire that. I admire that. Thank man. You, sir. Yeah, you know, you know what a lot, George, you know what a lot of people do? Hang their heads and feel sorry for themselves in life. What's that? Exactly. Thank you. I appreciate your call, George. I got to run. I want to talk to Joey in Toronto. Joey, what's going, going on, on, Johnny? What's Thanks up, buddy? My how call, man. how you doing, it. Joey? What's up? Not bad. Not bad, buddy. Um, I just want to say uh, thanks for being honest. Um, what you are saying, uh, people need to hear. Um, I don't know exactly what you're talking about when um, you're talking about the uh, in-game stuff. Like our, I really believe the, uh, when, a, when a player tells me that the game doesn't matter, George Hill, Jalen Brown have both said that the games do not matter. When I hear that from an athlete, then go home. Then go yeah. home. That's it, how I feel. So that's what I'm saying to you about in the game. Is that yeah, if, you're did, telling I, me, if you're telling me yeah. that the game doesn't matter, then go home and don't play the game. Yeah, and Take I a real stand. They, I don't think they mean it to that extent. I just think that they're coming from a total different demographic, a different way of life than, than you or I or George and Idaho or whoever. Sure. Right? So I, I, I think being in the bubble, this is probably the best, place for those guys to be because they have that platform they're all together they're all united um and i i I think it's great i do agree that um there is a time and place for everything but i think this in 2020 with every bs thing that's gone on i think this needs to they need to bring light to this and uh and i respect what you're saying um i do i I, I think they do too but the thing is Joey, if they wanted to take a real stand, stop playing. Yeah, stop I agree. Playing. I, I, I Walk do away. If, it, if it truly is the most important thing, stop playing then. Yeah, and like, I do agree with the salary thing. If if uh, put your money where your mouth is, right? Yes, exactly. Um, like, what did sitting out? What did sitting out two days do? Yeah, it really didn't did nothing. It showed no. a little bit of thing, but. I don't know. I, I agree with some things. Black Lives Matter right. and uh, Absolutely. Go Raptors. Oh, well, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> I, I can't believe, I've got to tell you, I will raise my hand. I thought Kawhi's gone. I'm like, there's no way Nick Nurse is taking that crew and going to be able to compete for an NBA title. Thank God he got coach of the year. They have the best bench in the whole league. They have the deepest team. And it's amazing. Mark my words. You're going to think about Joey in Toronto when, when I say the Raptors are winning the championship again. Wow. Joey, Thanks, call Johnny. me back. Keep it, it going. Buddy. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, too. James in Philadelphia, my hometown. Uh, James, what's up, buddy? Hi, John. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, buddy? I am a big sports fan. Yeah, I like the Eagles and the Flyers and the Sixers and the Phillies. But what I really like the most is sports radio. Because, you know, these guys know more about, you know, the sport than I do, and that's why I love to listen to them. But since the the murder of George Floyd, it seems to me, John, that a lot of the sports talk that I listen to has been consumed by this. And it it gets to the point now where I've I've turned it off because I love hearing hearing their expertise, but... What comes out more than their expertise is is their politics. And I just, yes. 
I just have a big problem with that. Now you're, without giving uh, without giving stations, are you talking about both of the stations in Philadelphia? I'm not even. I'm not not talking about the stations in Philadelphia. I'm talking about national the the, the national station. Yes. yes. I mean, Sports Center. Honestly, can you watch Sports Center and not have it shoved down your throat? Honestly, yeah. And FS1 is the same way. And I, I, I wonder if it's going to eventually hurt uh, their ratings. It's already you know, hurt. I mean, it's just, already hurt. ESPN. ESPN has already had their ratings hurt immensely by deciding to be a political entity. And I appreciate your call. I worked there many, many years, and I have still have a lot of friends in the building, and I, and I think ESPN is still absolutely spectacular at what they do. But when they decided to become a political entity, they absolutely lost some of their fastball, and they absolutely lost some of their ratings. Because it's not, it's not I don't turn into Sports Center, and people joke around calling it Woke Center. I don't, um, I don't turn into like what Jamel Hill and Michael Smith did with the 6 p.m. Sports Center. Uh, Jamel and Michael, and I got to know Michael a little bit, and I got to work with Jamel and do shows with her three or four times in my history at ESPN. I admire their talent. I admire that they tried to do something different, and I think the deck was stacked against them as far as having a real chance to to be successful in that role. But I don't believe that they under... I think they've lost the idea of who their audience is and what their audience is coming for. Do you remember when Jerry Seinfeld convinced the... um, I can't remember. It wasn't Poppy. I can't remember what the gentleman's name is that had the Indian restaurant. Bad man, Jerry Seinfeld. When Jerry convinced him, you know, I know you do an American deli here, like, but you need to do Indian food. And he switched his restaurant to Indian food, and nobody came. He had a successful restaurant. He decided, no, 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 no. Let me tell the people what they're coming for. And then people stopped coming. And then he got deported because of Jerry's negligence. Seriously. 855 212 for CBS, 855-212-4CBS if you want to join us on the show. Uh, more, more on the Big Ten, because literally what Kevin Warren has done, I wouldn't hire him to lead a bachelor party to a strip club. J.K. Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. Knowledgeable, passionate, and a beautiful head of hair. He's John Kincaid, and he's only on CBS Sports Radio. Yep, only here. Boston Legal always puts a smile on my face. Denny Crane. You know, tonight at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, get ready for the most intense eight seconds since Anthony's last date. It's the best bull riders in the world. Heading to Fort Worth, Texas for the PBR Windstar World Casino and Resort Invitational. It's CBS Sports Network. Be sure to check it out. Bom, 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 bom. I appreciate the fact that Stan, one of our listeners in Chicago, Anthony, 
did the work for me. I didn't even have to uh, dig it up. Uh, Stan says, I heard you having to debate that gentleman from Jerusalem. In case he doesn't know the difference between the two, patriotism is defined as devotion to one's country. And so I Googled it already in devotion and passion to one's country. Politics is the debate or conflict among individuals or parties hoping to achieve power. Completely different. Patriotism and politics are completely two different things. Having the military or the national anthem or anything like that is not politics. And George Hill, I'll get to you later. You're probably too busy to be listening right now. You're probably taking a dump. Not to be crude, but literally one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard yesterday. Out of George Hill. Can't, can't get over it. You can uh, join us if you wish at 855-212-4CBS. Uh, my buddy Todd Graffinini, Graff down in New Orleans, radio voice of the Hornets, sending me the note that money where their mouth is, NBA star Drew Holiday donating $5 million of his salary to the black business community. So Drew Holiday, bravo. Drew Holiday, there's a lot of people talking. There's a lot of people wearing T-shirts and layup lines. There's a lot of people using 280 characters to put out tweets. And then there's guys who are actually going and making a difference. And as Shaquille O'Neal says, what if every single player in the NBA took care of their hometown and their town that they play in? Every one of these NBA players took care of their hometown where they came from and just took on an initiative, something to help the kids, something to make life better, something to make their community better. What if every single athlete did it? And then we challenge the NFL to do the same. Major League Baseball to do the same. Imagine. Then you have tangible, real-life things. What did taking two games off do? Two days off do? Did any player miss a paycheck? Did the teams offer to play since they struck? They had a strike? Since they didn't play, did they offer to play that next game for free and donate their entire salaries for that game to the social justice movement or the voting initiative movement? I must have missed that story. Because it's awesome to talk. It's absolutely awesome. Grand gestures are great. Grand gestures followed by action are what really counts. Mark in Atlanta, Georgia, joining us. Mark, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you, Mark? Hey, John. This is Mark the PI down here in Atlanta. How you doing, Mark? What's going on? Hey, I have. T- hey. Let me tell the audience. Let me tell the audience. I've always told Mark that some night I'm going to go on a, a stakeout with him. He's going to yeah. take me on a stakeout. Yeah, looking forward to it. Hopefully, after this pandemic and everything goes, let's down, do it. We can make it happen. Let's do um, it. I just, I mean, you're one of my favorites of all time, John. I mean, I, you're so smart, intelligent, and the way you put everything out there. I mean, you know, we're both Christian guys, and, I mean, Lord knows the way things are going right nowadays. We all need to start hitting our knees. But, 
man, what is wrong with my Ohio State Buckeyes, man, the commissioner of the Pac-10? Does he want to get – I mean, this guy is letting everybody in the country know that he is dead from the neck up. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And what they're now showing you is they're showing you that it was never about the science. It was never about the science because some of the greatest minds in in epidemiology are guiding the ACC, the NFL, the SEC. And by the way, it's the same doctors, the same doctors. So unless the Big Ten is arrogant enough to make you think, well, our doctors are just better. B.S. The lead cardiologist from the state of from Michigan, from the University of Michigan, <laughs> flat out oh, to, ex- said this is ridiculous. Oh, we, I guess so. Now, if the if 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 the Big Ten really truly wanted to start playing the week of Thanksgiving, what does that do? What does it do? I mean, it's just like they were saying yesterday too, Georgia or whatever team is out there that's playing a significant schedule are 10 and 0 and then the Buckeyes are 3 and 0 and then they try to put them in a playoff. You can't no. fair to, to Georgia. I mean, no. and guess but, what? They shouldn't be there and they don't deserve right. to be there. If you decided to sit out, take your year off and guess what? Get a new commissioner, sprout a pair and get a new commissioner. That's, That's it. what I would suggest. Well, in, cl- in closing, John, I just want to say, you know, I'm a retired police officer. Um, I lost my father in 1978. He was killed in the line of duty. And we lost three more police officers last night in this country that were murdered. Um, you're right. I mean, talk is talk. I- I'm sick and tired of all these people talking. I don't see anybody on the streets protesting. Uh, law enforcement uh, officers getting murdered out here. My brothers and sisters of blue are dropping like flies. And, it- it- I mean, I'm telling you. You know, we're getting close, well, brother. I mean, we're, we're living it now. Everybody needs to open the book of Revelations. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for your call. Here's what I would just say is, and Anthony, let me, let me just bounce this off of you. Do you think we're going to have better cops moving forward? No, worse. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be more difficult unless people are gonna to want to join the force. So they're gonna to have to lower the standards to bring people in just to get the people to sign up. Correct. I didn't realize it till James Graceffo told me it this morning, uh, producing and running uh, Salicata's show before me. The suicide epidemic with cops. The amount of cops that are under such a right now committing suicide. We're not going to get better policing. Yeah, the, the cops who, by the way, and we want, we want our policemen, and my brother was a policeman for years, we want, we want the police to be better trained. We want the police to be better. Um, and I believe another thing. I believe every policeman should live in the community that they police. Because then when you meet Joe on the street at a domestic disturbance, you meet Bill at a business where there's something going on, whatever it is, that's the coffee shop you go to. That's the church you go to. You know him from church. You know him. You come to a house. You come to police a block. People know you. I think that's something that needs to change. We, I think there's too many, and I, I was shocked reading about it this week. I believe it was the New York Times um, talking about the amount of states, the amount of municipalities that do not require their law enforcement officers to live where they police. And how many police forces do not look like the people that they serve. 
They're not part of that community. They're coming in from another neighborhood. I think that's something to give me. That's something that could be tangible change, meaningful change, and absolutely be something that could potentially work. At least to make things, move things in the right direction. But why would you tell your son or daughter to be a policeman or policewoman right now? Why? So they can be branded because of the bad apples. They can be derided. They can have, uh, you know, I know Darius Slay, who now plays for my Philadelphia Eagles, thought it was really funny when someone threw the top of a trash can, a giant metal top of a trash can, and winged it at the head of a police officer. And Darius Slay thought it was really funny and put it out there in his Twitter account. And then later he goes, oh, I apologize for that. I didn't mean that. That was bad. Yeah, sure you didn't. You meant exactly what you did. You meant exactly what you did. It's a disgrace. Just as the actions of shooting a man in the back, when there are so many different ways you could have detained him, is a disgrace. But answering poor policing with venom, I don't know that that helps. I hope Darius Slay was proud of himself. Oh, he apologized right away. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Really? Didn't mean it? Really? You're entering a hysteria-free zone. Back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, this would be Kevin Warren's least favorite sports radio show. Big Ten Commissioner. I uh, welcome everyone to go review it for yourself because I'm not going to spend time on politicians. But about the Big Ten's decision not to play as they scramble now, go read... What Amy Klobuchar had to say about it, senator from Minnesota, about the Big Ten not playing. And go read what the uh, Governor Whitmer of Michigan had to say. Go read uh, what they had to say about it. What they thought about the uh, Big Ten playing or not playing. uh, what, uh, uh, What they added to the conversation. And now that we know, and another point here, and this is being brought up, and I appreciate this one. Uh, Let me just, I want to make sure that I get this correctly, and I'm not using his uh, place of where he practices medicine, but his email clearly shows me that he practices medicine. And from a prestigious facility, I would mention that, listening in the uh, Midwest. I appreciate Charles taking time to email me today. And Charles says, John, there never was anything with myocarditis that would have caused a sports league of any kind to say it's too risky to play, especially as long as athletes were getting heart screens if they tested positive. Truth is, with myocarditis, it can have lasting effects. Truth is, it is far less dangerous. The amount of people that would have lasting effects and the damage that could potentially cause is far less than CTE. 
crippling injuries that cause players to have to have their hips replaced, knees replaced, or otherwise in their 40s. He said, I've seen it with ex-NFL players, ex-college football players that have been my patients. Anyone who tries to tell you that myocarditis was a reason to not play college football was trying to come up with something. And then he attaches where his esteemed colleague at University of Michigan told you that that was a bunch of BS, too. 855-212-4CBS. Chris joins us from Cleveland. Chris, how are you, buddy? Good morning, sir. Mr. Kincaid, how are you this morning? What are you up to, Chris? Nothing much, just getting up, getting ready for church. Oh, that's, um, a, I do that's always an a, inspirational message. Are you going, are you physically going to church? I am. I'm actually outside of my building right now. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, That'll be awesome. Good job. Um, I wanted to call because I first time caller, I listen to you. It's good. I love listening to your show every Sunday on my way to church. So that's Thank my you, Chris. I appreciate that. And it's really the only day of the week I get to hear you because I'm in, you know, my local media. Sure, so absolutely. So um, the comment I wanted to make today is um, I feel as if you understand. Uh, I understand. I understand that a lot of people are not happy with the platform that the NBA is using right now. So my comment is that I don't think people understand that there's without that platform, where would they hear how we feel? So, okay. Well, let yes, me let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Sure. LeBron James. If LeBron James has a press conference, if LeBron James sends out even a tweet, it's front page news. If he has a press conference, it would lead SportsCenter. Uh So what I'm saying is, is that I think people come to the games for the games. Uh I think that players using their platform that they've got when it's, you know, to if LeBron James decides to speak out, have a press conference or otherwise, ESPN would breathlessly cover it. Absolutely. So would would TNT. So they don't – it doesn't have to be the game is what I'm saying to you. My concern is that people people like myself would watch that press conference. Okay. Would respond to that tweet. Would watch SportsCenter for that. But as soon as the story starts, the people who need to hear it would change the channel. So with the reason I'm saying is that like but during the basketball games, that's the platform that people are coming to to watch the games, and that's the perfect platform because if you remember during 9-11, when the buildings were attacked, they stopped the games, and then when they restarted, all of the sports teams had a moment of silence. Sure. Um, there was the, the, the national media, the NBC and all of them, they put money together to create commercials and all this kind of stuff for it. The military, the United States, we put a military together to make sure that none of this ever happened again. Yes. For us, we've been quiet and using those same platforms of sports center having and having press conferences for years. It hasn't stopped. No, it's, so it's I, think, and, and, I think I just I'm just wanted to say I think people are out of touch because that could be. I the mean, way it, that we've, the way that we've been able to to even have a, a voice is a way that somebody can change the channel. So I think the NBA is doing a good job for us because that's the only way that they hear a voice with with the exception of the news portraying bad videos of riots and protests by having educated men discuss what the problems are in front of an immediate in front of people that need to hear it. We don't need to hear it. We know we live it every day. 
But we have kids that are growing up, and we have to tell them to be careful with everything. You can't go into a store with your hands in your pockets because they think you're stealing. And I don't think people here, people don't, people are out of touch with what it is that we go through. So they have a platform to say and keep it in your face to say this is still happening. Since George Floyd died, there's been 12 more murders exactly the same way. And I don't want to bring your show down. It's a sports show, and I love hearing the sports part. And I know people want to, hey, listen, I just want to hear more of the sports information. But listen, just listen to what they're saying. That's all I'm saying. Chris, I got to tell you something. I love the show. I'm not going to stay on a long time. I just wanted to say that. Chris, were you getting choked up there a little bit? I could hear it. Absolutely. It means that much to you. It means that much to you. And I do it believe does. I do I do believe there are one thing I think the NBA could be doing better, and this is just my opinion, as far as if they want to get people to listen to the message, instead of um, you need to shut up and listen. And then you didn't say that, but uh, but there are NBA players who've said it. Who that's been the hey, you need to just shut up now and just listen. We don't I think dialogue is always the way. And just you and I there just having a little dialogue. I said, I just learned something from a listener who listens to this show who has a little contrary point of view there. And I think that's far more productive than people speaking at me is having dialogue. And I think that's really good. I appreciate you taking the time today to do it. And thanks for your call. And when the Brown season starts, give me a call. We'll talk about the Browns a little bit. Sabah, North Carolina, we always have good discussions. How are you, Sabah? Good morning there, John. Uh, Good morning. I'm coming from a little different point of view uh, um, than some of the other callers. Uh, The um, NBA, I don't like the fact that um, they uh, boycotted or wanted us to listen. They went on strike. They went on strike because they have a job. Yeah, well, they supported a man who um, sexually assaulted uh, a woman several times, and she actually called the cops on him, and he resisted arrest. So are we just worried about what his race was and just screw the fact that he assaulted a woman? Well, the problem is... So that's okay is, now? No, so I think what the problem is is that, and I can tell you that just speaking to members of law enforcement this week, the visual that we saw is completely unacceptable. We agree, right? On that, though, yeah. you can't fire... You're not firing that many shots into a man's back. I don't see any reason for that. I think it's unacceptable. The problem but it is, got there if they wouldn't resist to the rest. I, un- I understand. Right. I understand then that people, too. Then people act irrational after that. When but they we don't have. Right. But the problem is, is that we need better de-escalation policies. The man did not have a weapon, so that's part of the reason. But the thing is, what I would say to you is, is that we didn't see video of his activities that made him of interest to the police to begin with. Right, but why do they want me to say his name, but they don't care about the name of the lady that he... I got you. I got you. Look, I got you. I I mean, I absolutely agree. I think it should be, that story should be about the ineffective methods that they took to try to detain him more than it should be about, uh, because when you look at him, I don't know that that's something that you're going to say, hey, put him front and center. And that's it. He, uh, this is, it's an interesting story. I mean, and it's an interesting, and I appreciate your perspective. I really do. Joe in Cleveland joins us. Joe, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Hey, good morning. I love your show on Sunday. So Thanks, I thank Joe. You for, I thank you for having it. You know, I want to keep this on sports. I'm I thank CBS for having it, Joe. I just want to, I want to thank CBS <laughs> Sports Radio for having it because uh, my daughter's tuition is expensive. 
Amen. <laughs> so I'm 39, and I was 20 years old and a combat engineer on 9-11, okay? It's like one of your last callers brought up. And I, I guess my, I, to take it all away off politics, I say to myself, you know, it's, even today, I look back at my 2002 football cards that looked at the 2001 season, and I have such great memory of, like, everything we did and how we all came together as a nation then and, you know, and put the police and fire departments up on pedestals. And, yes. like, how did we lose that message so quick? Well, you I mean, know, we like, didn't do, but, you, and first of all, thank you for your service. That's freaking thanks. awesome. Yeah, and, yeah, and you have much more bravery in your heart than I have in mine. Because I did not volunteer if I could have had the opportunity, and I did have the opportunities. I didn't volunteer, so I appreciate you doing it. Um, but what I'd like to say is, is after 9-11, we didn't tell people how to vote. Yeah. There are, our athletes did not come back and say, you need I to remember, vote this you know, way. I remember, who, who, what did these athletes forget about Tiki Barber, an African-American, out there you know, being patriotic at that moment? Because that's when the national anthem before the games really – you know, struck home for everybody. And like, that's what that moment's about. And that's why people are offended because that's in people's memories. Well, I think when George Hill tells you yesterday that he wasn't out for the national anthem because he was taking a, a dump to me on, and I'm, 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 I'm sorry to be crude. Uh, but to me, that's where the whole message of it's not about disrespecting the flag. It's not about disrespecting the country. Or, you know, yes, it is. When you come out there that, that flippantly and you act like, yeah, I missed the anthem because I was taking a, a dump. That's, that's why I'm that's, curious how in one generation we got so far away because we, that was a very unfortunate, I mean, I remember everything, 9-11. We all do it that I we're bet there you, alive. Yeah, but I bet you do more than, even more than anything. I lost, I lost classmates that day. Yeah, I lost came, people that I knew, you know. Everybody and, came together. And I yep. served with a bunch of guys across the world and it was a, that after that, that 2002, it was a different understanding of America. It was. And you know what the athletes didn't do? They didn't tell me who to vote for. And we, and we played it on the show last week. They're doing a voting initiative in the NBA, the voting initiative program. Yet LeBron is doing interviews where he's telling you who to vote for. That's not, that's not a voting initiative. That's indoctrination. That is pushing an agenda. And that's not necessary in sports. And if they don't think, if they think that that's preaching to the choir, that that's what people want to get, I, I'm going to tell you that I believe they're sadly mistaken. I appreciate your call and appreciate your service. Thank you so much. I think, they, I think it's a, a, a twisted, I think it's a twisted message. I really do. And I'm a guy incredibly frustrated I don't like either political party. We don't get into politics on this show. But those who know me know I can't stand either political party. That's why I try to stay away from it, because both of them annoy me to no end. To no end. All right, coming up. Do you realize it? Two weeks from today, you're waking up to the NFL. <laughs> oh, can't wait. John Kincaid Show, second half, coming your way next on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.